0: Hello, this is Dee, also known as Film and Friend, coming back again today to the podcast known as Write What You Want to Read and Draw What You Want to See. And, um, yeah, through my many, many years of experience with doing digital art, anime, cartooning, and I went all the way from the bottom to the top, uh, through that and everything. Learned all my way around Procreate and everything, and it was such a bumpy ride. And speaking of a bumpy ride, my most recent adventure in the writing world, I did a first and second draft to a book and a first draft to another book and everything and i've learned so much and i have gotten all the tips tricks what not to do's and have compiled it into these podcasts episode by episode you will be learning much more from me than pretty much anyone else that i know of in your creative journeys throughout this wacky world of art and being an artisan let's get started hello it is i your precious piece of pasta and you are my prideful packing peanuts it is pride month if you couldn't tell and yeah happy pride Woo! so anyways let's get into this so today we're going to be talking about art because i think it's art think maybe i don't know But I'm really hoping it is because that's what we're doing today and yeah. So today we're going to be talking about, hmm, let's see, what shall we talk about? How about we talk about drawing pain? Now, I've already talked over writing pain, for example. Um, I mostly talked about writing emotional pain uh, more recently and everything. And I figured I could give a little art tutorial dedicated to that. Now, this is more physical pain rather than emotional pain because, um, you know, (laughs) emotional pain is either on the inside or shown through crying and stuff, and I cannot personally give you a crying tutorial. I mean, it'd be way too short. I'm sorry, guys, but emotions are easy, and I've covered them before. (laughs) So, let's get started. So there are a few different ways to draw these things we can draw them just like cartoony quote unquote cartoony or like a simple design we can draw them more realistically you know we can we can we can do stuff we can do stuff so the first thing i want to go over is drawing bruises simply now in a lot of cartoons and stuff what they do is basically um you know that hashtag symbol you know you're like hashtag not sponsored you know you see it all over the all over social media now and everything and often it links to stuff and everything right you know the little hashtag thing alrighty well that is basically the symbol you could use for bruises now you could just have it be black or you could be a creative person like me and you could make color them purple. And it's just lines. You don't have to blend it out or anything. For a simple cartoony style, you can just do the hashtag sign and boom chicka boom. And you can also think of it as a tic-tac-toe thing as well. I, For those of us who are not familiar with the hashtag sign, you know, think of it like the tic-tac-toe uh, board or, you know, those lines you draw to start playing tic-tac-toe. Not the X's or the circles. Just the lines that make up a tic-tac-toe board. That that would be it. That would be it. <laughs> but, yeah. So, that's how you would do it simply or cartoony. And, you know, like I say you could color it purple for some extra flair. Whatever you want to do. Whatever works best. But, what you could do for realistic is, um, you know, how bruises don't typically show up as tic-tac-toe boards yeah well they don't in real life so you know (laughs) this is not realistic so you want something realistic what you do is you take us some purple a, a purple splotch or something just make a splotch it doesn't have to be perfect you know the big thing about bruises is well they're bruises they're not perfect you know they don't have to be perfectly round or anything like that just make sure you got your purple down On a separate layer, preferably, and um, digital mediums. You take your purple, you take your purple, and what you do in your digital art goodness is you, if you're using Procreate, you apply what is called Gaussian blur. I hope I'm saying that right, and um, you know you just apply enough to where it seems uh, it seems to like you know, fade out into the skin. That's kind of what bruises do is, you know, that purpley color towards the edges kind of fades out into the rest of the skin. So, yeah, that's what you do. And, um, otherwise, if you don't have anything like gaussian blur on your software or anything, what you do is you just blend it out. You just blend it out for, like, paper and pencil and stuff. You just blend it. That's basically all you do is you blend it out. You know, that's what Gaussian Blur does, uh, for those who don't know, and procreate. It's basically a simplistic way of blending things out, or making them seem farther away, or whatever. But, um, yeah, so we've covered brushes. The next thing we gotta cover is scratches slash scars. Oh, yay. Fun time. (laughs) So, for, um... There are a couple different ways. I remember when I was first beginning um, doing this stuff, um, how I'd do scratches is I'd just apply two, like, red lines, just pure red lines. Because back then, you know, I would kill my eyeballs with how bright everything I made was. You know, the usual beginner artist problem. (laughs) My eyeballs are burning, but it is worth it. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. (laughs) But anyways, but instead of doing that, what we do is, well, think of a scratch. Think, 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 just think, think, think about it. You know, you know, think about um, how you see scratches portrayed in cartoons. You know, they're portrayed as an open wound, but only a flesh wound, as many people call it you know only only like a skin wound or something you know nothing nothing deep or anything you know it's just portrayed as a flesh wound that you know it just happens to rip open the skin kind of like um let me think let me think of an idea here rip it rips open like you would um cut if you were to cut your clothes and you know and you know just like quote unquote like open up the cut in the clothes more, you know, just spread. Make sure the two sides that were once connected are far apart. Kind of like that. Um, it's really hard to explain. It's sort of an elongated diamondy shape, except all of the corners are very smoothed out. Except for the top and bottom. Um but yeah that's basically how you do a scratch's a shape now um i'm not sure how to do this realistically but cartoonally i'd either uh, i'd either have it red if the scratch was recent or i'd have it a very very i'd have it like a lighter red or pink just because you know red t- tends to turn into pink as it gets lighter and also because of the fact you know if it's already been cleaned up and everything in you know if in this timeline you know this is later on it's already all cleaned up and everything well then it's not gonna be blood red anymore it's if it's all cleaned up well then it's either gonna be a either like a light a light red because you know you still got still got stuff going on in there or it's it'll be like a lighter pink or something you know, so that's how you do scratches. Now, like I said, I don't know how to do these realistically. I, for now, I normally just do it to where, you know, it's just, you know, you add shading and stuff like that um, and everything. You know, I'm not really sure without getting into too much of what could potentially be gross detail um, for those of us who do not have strong stomachs. Um, you know, you could try in detail, like, the skin flaps and everything like that, you know, you know, kind of have the skin flaps hanging down if that's how the cut was made. Um, you know, we could talk about this another day, you know, maybe someday I'll release a how to do horror art or something like that, but for now I don't have too much experience in that. But, um. Yeah, so that's how you do scratches and stuff. Now, dum de dum dum bandages for those wounds. Now, um, I. It, it took me a while to figure out how to do this one, but I figured out what I think is the best way to do it. And so, basically, you know, you draw a line from, you know, where the bandages start to where they end, you know? But you don't just draw like a straight line like going down let's say the arm or whatever like that, no no no. At the beginning you draw like an angular line or something like that. And maybe towards the other end you could draw another angular line, you know, crossing. Or you could just do a straighter line. Not perfectly straight, you gotta remember we're thinking 3D objects here. But, um, you know, one that, you know, isn't perfectly straight and everything. And it's not just because it's on an arm, but it's also a little bit angled as well. That's how you start. The next thing you're going to want to do is, throughout that whole entire segment where the advantages are, you want to draw random lines. Now, this may not seem good, but as long as you keep with either quote unquote, straight lines or diagonal lines. Don't go horizontal, that's not how it works. Or actually, you know what, we're using an arm. Uh, Arm example. Um, Horizontal would be that, um, you know, how you draw your characters and you draw lines that show where the arms and stuff are gonna go. You know, what positions they're gonna be in. That's what I mean by horizontal lines. Um, don't don't draw those. Don't draw lines like that. You can draw angled lines, you can draw everything as long as it follows like from, like from the left side of the arm to the right side of the arm. And you keep making random lines all the way down. Now, of course, they're not completely random because you still have to put thought into it. For example, you gotta make sure that things aren't overlapping incorrectly and everything. And of course, you still have to think of them as bandages and everything, you know, where, you know, there's a, there's um, a left and a right side to them, so, you know, you gotta, you still gotta think it through, but at the same time, you can kind of go nuts with it, I mean, bandages go under, over, all around, you know, and everything, so. Once you've gotten your bandages wrapped onto your character Oh ho, ho ho I am hilarious! Please applaud and clap! Even though I can't hear it! Um... <laughs> what you do after that is, you know... You know, um, you go back. Th- you, you either go back through your lines and figure out which ones are or over which ones or under which ones You know, which ones under, which ones over Or, if you've already gotten all of that done well then you're pretty much done there, you know you might want to add some extra bandages to the ends to quote unquote round them out but you're pretty much done. Not much else I can say here just keep, just remember that um, to think of the arm as less of a stick and more of a cylinder that's basically all I can say Um, but yeah so it took, it took me a little while to figure this one out um I actually started pretty early on in my writing in my artist journey making bandages because I am an because I was emo. Oh no or goth or whatever whatever it's called But um yeah, so I started off making bandages really early on and then I figured out the trick and I've been using it ever since. Now of course I don't make band- I don't do bandages as much to To this day, or scratches or bruises, I mostly do just character sheets and character art from them not being in battle, but you know, I still remember some tips and tricks that I gained from my from my years past. Oh, I still remember when I scarred eyes oh. <laughs> but anyways, there are so many characters with scarred eyes i sort on! <laughs> why past me why why have i cursed this world this way but anyways i will see you all of the later tangent over goodbye